G'day and welcome punters. This is it. This is the big one. This is the grand final week. We're out at Flemington. It is the ultimate racing week of the spring. It's cup week and it's all happening. We're going to kick off this Saturday. How are you, Benny? Good, Sonny. How are you going? Mate, I've never been better. Shower's broken, so if a plumber rocks up halfway through this, I will be answering the call because <laughs> on behalf of everyone who's seen me the last three days, apologies. <laughs> I uh, have not bathed. But other than that, just basking in the glory of the vernal spring that is Flemington, mate. And I think before we get into what looks like a bit of a tough card, actually, this Saturday, let's just touch on last week briefly, mate, because shock horror, your best got up again. Yeah, Skybird, that was nice. Wasn't it? I think she's a, she goes a 1,000 guineas now. She'll be hard to beat in that. And I think, yeah, from what she's done so far, you know, sky's the limit, so... She's a real rising star, I think. We got Archo Nacho over the line. It was off yes. the map late. Gold trip in the Cox Plate. Ran really well, but it did just the 2,400 back to 2,000. Didn't have the sprint of some of the others in the race. So uh ran really well. It was a live chance in the Melbourne Cup. So, yeah, we did all right last week. Yeah, my word, we did. But I think it's starting to get a little bit tougher now. We're going to go through Saturday at Flemington and then... You never know your luck. We might try and cut away for a bit of a cup special over the weekend. If you can get away from the kids and I can get away from the hangover, we'll try and <laughs> knock it on the head. Everyone will be forgiving, mate. It's cup week. What are you going to do? Let's head to Flemington now, mate. And there's been a bit of weather around, which I always love as a statement because <laughs> even if it's 26 degrees and clear sky, it's weather. There's always weather around. But there's been a bit of drab, wet weather around. I always feel like there's a bit of rain about on Melbourne Cup Day. So this time of year, you never know what you're going to get. How's it looking? Have you had have you had a look at the forecast? I haven't, mate, no. Cup day is going to be 30. Is it? Yeah. Oh, Jane Bunn over here. Beauty. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, there's no excuses with the conditions on Saturday. The track will be good. Rails in the true. There's a little bit of wind. 24K. I've got south-southwest, which is in there, sort of in their face in the straight. So you might need a little bit of cover. But I, I, I tend to think at Flemington you do need some cover anyway because it's a big testing straight and... It's not for the faint-hearted, so I'll treat it as even, but horses leading at Flemington, they're, they're not as potent as what they are at other tracks. Mate, I didn't know it was a south-southwesterly. That changes all of my form. <laughs> <laughs> my analytics are just uh, skew-if. I should have gone straight to Mr. Jane Bunn himself. Hey, let's go to the first, mate, over the mile, and our favourite is Brave Mead, followed by He-Man by the power of Grayskull. They're floating around the 3 buck to three seventy mark, 4 bucks for Influential. Then the rest of the single figures are Kzad or Kaizad, depending on which side of the tracks you were born, and Ursa, and then it drifts after that. Is this a bit of a, a look and see? Yeah, He-Man, He-Man's a show that just disappeared off the face of the Do earth. Do you reckon it'll get cancelled these days? I don't know. There's just something that might get woke poked about. I'm not sure. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, we're not betting here. I didn't. I didn't love Brave Mead. I, I don't think it's particularly crying out for the 1600 meters, so I couldn't entertain it. He Man probably ready to peak third up, but I think the market's short enough. The horse I was considering, but decided against him then was influential. It's probably coming from the different form line. Started a dollar eighty at Kembley Grange last start. Sat outside the leader and power to the line long way up in grade but probably got a bit more scope than a few of these so yeah tricky race um maybe it's just a good pointer for us to see how the track's playing and then we go from there there's some bets later in the card yeah and a wise man once told me the bets you don't make are just as important as the ones that you do take <laughs> so let's go to race two now the lexus over 2500 put the kettle on our favorite is 
Oof, here we go. This one's good for the folks out there with a lisp. Athabathkan at 2.45. Kalapur at 5 bucks. With a good record over that distance. I've done some research, no big deal. Mostly <laughs> cloudy at 5.50. United Nations, 6.50. Ladies, man, my ears are burning at 7.50. There's a couple of other runners there. Is this a tough, tight field? Who, who's got the good record at the distance, did you say? I think Kalapur, mate. <laughs> It's got a couple of wins at that distance. Is that right? I don't know if that's right. Ah, uh, yeah, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> what do you mean, sort of? It either does or it doesn't. Has it won at that distance? Well, it's, it's won at 25 or 50 metres. Oh, righto. So it's got a bit in the tank. You beauty. Are we on it? We're on it. The oh, main yes. reason is it ran third to a horse called Land Legend, who I've got a lot of time for. It's an international horse who won the same. St. Ledger at Randwick a couple of weeks ago, and that race raided through the roof. I thought it was a it was a great run there. The market found the second horse Cleveland. The market found it at the next start, and it won. So form's really holding up, and I can't see any any way how the market doesn't find this Calipore. So happy to back Calipore at the Baskin. I couldn't talk you out of it. It didn't have any luck last start in the Mooney Valley Cup. J Mac. I just don't feel like there's any improvement to come because it's been up a long time and. Uh, I highly doubt there's any fitness improvement, so I think it's a little bit skinny at that price. But other than that, it's a pretty even bunch. But I just think Calipore separates itself with that land legend form line, which uh, we might see later on in the carnival. Beautiful, mate. We go back to a sprint now in race three. Rose Quartz is your provisional favourite at the time of recording at about 4.20. Vying for that top spot is Dancing Alone. My ears are burning again at 4.60. 5.50 for Red Card for all the All Black fans out there. Stiff shit. And Hypothetical and Queen of the Ball are both at single figures as well, mate. Are we having a bet? No, we're not having a bet, mate. Maybe the horse that interested me the most was Dancing Alone. It it's absolutely busted the clock at its past too, but goes a fair way up in grade and um, gets a negative jockey chain. It's got synthetic hoof filler in its hoof, which isn't generally a good sign. So I just think there were enough negatives there to, to scare me away from that. Rose Quartz is a real straight track specialist, third up, probably ready to peak. Red Card was probably a weakness, I thought. It's got a really good SP profile, but she hasn't really done much her last couple and She's not going to improve this deep into her campaign, so I thought she was a good lady at that, at that price. But, yeah, I couldn't really narrow down on one, but interesting race nonetheless. Very interesting. And everyone out there, it's a very, very big week, so do set yourself that deposit limit. Work out how many units you want to spend and have a think if this is really a bet that you want to place. So let's go to the fourth now, mate, where we've got Triple Missile, bang, 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 at 380, Spacewalk at 5, Chain of Lightning. Eight bucks. Gaza Blanca, nine fifty. It's our time. Eleven. Say Majik, eleven. Why am I still saying them? There's a reason. Gravina at thirteen, and there he is, my Oman, Najim Sahail. Hail the great man. He's gonna come around first past the post, no doubt about it. Hail. Oh. And I don't think you need to ask why it's my Oman. I just love saying that name. You love cricket. You just love cricket. Oh, who doesn't? That stuffed is average, Tony. Is it a chance? It is a chance. I mean, if it, it's coming off a, uh, it failed. I ran fourth behind Ranting last start. They've sort of mucked around with the campaign. If, you know, if they, uh, at Flemington, it went really hard, and it might have just busted it for this campaign. I might be looking for the paddock, but 
on its best form would be a winning chance. But triple missile is probably the one. We're not, yeah, we're, we're sort of only playing in four or five races here. So, and this isn't one of them. Triple missile was a horse who ran well behind Star Patrol last start, but drawn the inside, it might not be the right part to be in the straight. Train of Lightning is probably the, the class runner in the race. It's out of that Asfura race in the Scalacci, which rated pretty well. Weighted right up to its best being a mare, uh, right up in the weight. So, yeah, it was, uh, it's tricky and... You know, it's, I've I've kept looking back at this card. Can I find any more bets? But I just couldn't force myself onto some of these. I thought Spacewalk, I don't think it's necessarily looking for 1,200 metres, and I, I couldn't back that myself. Yeah, and so I started off with the... I had a look at it and I'm like, oh, Zardozzi, $10 last start. Maybe it was a bit flattering. Uh, I might look around for a different horse. Then I just kept coming back to it because I think there's holes in the form lines of all the other horses. So I'm with Zardozzi. It just rated really well last start. There was market support. It was $14 into $10. I just think getting to that big Flemington track really suited it and up in trip. So off 21 days, but it's had a trial in between, which is we'll keep it fit for this and... Sorry, it's off 28 days, but it's had a trial in between. So I think that sort of puts to bed any any fitness issues. And uh, I just think it's going to get better as the distances get longer. And skinny quote at the moment, 240. I don't think you have to rush into that. So I think we can back it closer to the jump. Consider it done, my friend. Let's go to race six now, which is over 1,200 metres. We've got Cylinder at Old Fave at 380. Still kicking around. Shinzo. Not to be confused with Shinfo, which is what I normally spout on this podcast at 6.50. King's Gambit at 8.50. Stapati and I Am Unstoppable, uh, both at 11 bucks. Huge field. And you, you mentioned how Cylinder keeps going around again, and that's sort of the reason I don't like it. It's sort of had two grand finals already this campaign. Has to go again here. I mean, it's coming out of probably the logical best fall line in the Everest. It ran pretty well, but it sort of was giving ground a little bit late. I think it's skinny enough for that quote. The horse I wanted to back was King's Gambit. It's got some serious X factor about it and done some massive figures in its time. It's got good SP profiles over Cylinder, over Shinzo in the past. So um, the market has in the past believed it's a better horse, and I just think it might have forgotten about it here. And clear that this race is the target race for King's Gambit. It hasn't bothered going to any of the other races, and they've really narrowed their focus onto this race, and I think that's the key. So I'm going to back King's Gambit. I think it's a really good bet. Shinzo didn't have a lot of luck last start. J-Mac back on, probably a little bit of an easier race, but I'm just not really sold on that on it as a horse. I just don't think it's that good. So, yeah, King's Gambit for me. Inside gate is the only concern, I think, but they'll be trying to pick runs anyway. So I think he's got the X factor that can get him over the line. Love that X Factor, mate. Love it. Let's go now to the Derby. Let's go to the big one here. Race 7, the Derby, over two and a half clicks. Riff Rocket has been favourite since it opened at around 180. It's now out at about 215. I don't know if that's anything we should be interested in. Apulia is at four bucks. Verdad at 850. Gates at 13. And Sunsets at 15 bucks. You shouldering arms or on the favourite? No, I'm, I am shouldering arms. I. I think the favourite wins, but when it, you know when I was doing the form, it was a dollar ninety-five. I'm like, I can't be taking that price. I mean, that last run, you can just forgive. They went so slow in front, it didn't suit it at all. And as previous 
race it just absolutely blew him away ran a massive figure and that was at flemington so i think that's the key got a really good platform 1800 1800 2000 now the 2500 so it's ready to rock and roll j mac on board good barrier i think it wins but it's skinny at the moment i want to get 270 280 before i back it so hopefully it drifts on the day and we can get involved so i won't tip it i won't tip it now but keep an eye on the market because i do think it's a bet if it gets to the right price yeah, right. So opening up around 180, and already starting to drift out, is that anything to be concerned about or are you actually looking forward to that? No, I don't, there's nothing to be concerned about there. You know, they just opened it up too short. I think the bookies were a little bit scared. And, you know, it's such a big field, it's not going to start odds on. So I wouldn't be afraid of a drift. I think uh, there's, these horses are exposed enough that uh, we know them. And, yeah, I think this is clearly the best horse. Let's go to the mile now in race eight. And alcohol-free, not a bad suggestion this week at six bucks, is vying for favoritism with a tissue. Bless you, we all fall down. That's at six bucks as well. Six fifty for Princess Grace, eight for Hope in Your Heart, and Wish Your Lass. And mate, I'm gonna go all the way down, and I love when you ask me to do this. And you want me to read out the name of a horse called Hinged at twenty-three bucks. Oh yeah, I'm having something each way unhinged. I just think yes. it's a little bit of an unusual campaign, but you only have to go back to its last preparation. Around fourth to Dubai Honor in the Ranvert, fourth to a tissue in the in the Queen of the Turf, and I think it's got a good jockey change. The distance drop Chris Waller has used effectively in the past to go into mile races, and he's gone to 2,000 metres and dropped them back to a mile, and they've ran really well. And I just think this horse, on its best, I mean, last prep it started $6.50 in the Coolmore, you're looking at $20 plus about this horse. So something each way unhinged, I just think it could be the big improver in the race because these are an even bunch of mares. There's not, not a standout, and I think there's queries on a lot of them. So I'm looking at a, a horse like Hinged who's got that figure that she's done in the past that is good enough to win the race. You know, don't have to have much on at that price to, to find out. You certainly don't. Just have a think about what you're prepared to lose on the day. Let's go to what is the last in the card now, only nine this week at Flemington. And it is named after the soon-to-be-retired Damien Oliver. The naming committee didn't spend long on this one. It's called the Damien Oliver. Over 1,400. Some names that even I know in this one, mate. Tamer Lane at 4 bucks, Valana at 5 8.50 Kalano. Ayrton for the centre fans out there at 10 as is Munamek. Tough field? It is a tough field, yeah. We're not going to bet here. I think, you know, hopefully we've made our, our money uh, by now, if you have a, it's a tricky fear because you have a look at Valana, probably the class runner in the race, but is there a wet tracker? Because definitely not going to get a wet track here, so not keen on it. Ayrton comes, it rated terribly last start at Caulfield. Tamer Lane, look, a logical favourite. I'll be interested to see what the the leaders are doing earlier in the day because this horse will have to lead to to show its best. I just think it maybe it got away with it last start. It was sort of. The field dropped away after scratchings and it got an easy lead and kept kicking and it's off a month here but has had a trial in between. So logical favourite but probably a little bit skinny and I think Kalino was a bit of a weakness. I thought that race didn't rate really well and wasn't prepared to be with it. So yeah, a tricky end to the card and uh, could be a quaddy blowout. Ooh, okay. Put the field in for the last leg there, Teamsters. All right, let me run through the card here, mate. Just a reminder, it's very important there is a south-southwesterly wind 
on Saturday, you guys. <laughs> so watch out. That'll be blowing right into their face. And we all know what that means. Race one, you're considered influential, but you are shouldering arms. Race two, this horse has won at 2,550. So this should be an absolute doddle, and the market should find it. That's Calipur, ladies and gents. Race three, Benny was interested in dancing alone. The horse... Not the sad solo pastime, but not enough to put any shekels on it. Race four. Oh, the great man. The Oman. Oh, he's getting up. You thought triple missile is probably the one. And chain of lightning is class. But bugger that. We're on the Oman. We're on the Jim Sahail. Race five. There's holes in the form line of most. Zardozzi rated well. So Benny's on that. There's no fitness issues there, guys. Get over that hump. Race six. <laughs> Cylinder is hanging around like herpes. Four tablets, bit of nausea, it'll be gone. We're on the King's Gambit. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> so I've heard. So I've heard. Whoops, I've got some phone calls to make. Race seven, we are shouldering arms. Riff Rocket is the likely winner, but it's a little bit too skinny. So keep an eye on the market closer to the jump. Those weaklings opened it up far too short. Race eight, bit of an unusual campaign, but with that jockey, that trainer, at that distance, at that price, hinged is your each way value there. A couple of shekels at a whopping 23 bucks. Thank you, mother, for the rabbits. Sorry, not my phrase. Don't come at me. Race nine, it's an interesting race, but it's not for us. Mate, obviously the value is hinged. What's your best? No, no, the best value is King's Gambit. I think it's an each way oh. price. Oh, hello. If you have to label one, I'd go, I'd label King's Gambit. Best bets are Dozy. I mean, it is a hard day and... I wouldn't be going berserk because a long, long Flemington carnival. So, but yeah, Zardozzi, I do think all she has to do is repeat that rating and she wins because I don't think there's anything uh, in her competitors' form to worry about. So, if Zardozzi can repeat that rating from last start, I think she'll win. But what's our motto, Sonny? I had it on a shirt. I had it on a shirt. What was it again? <laughs> the bets you don't have are just as important as the bets you have. So, I think we can be selective here okay. and. Um, and make a profit. All right, being selective and making profits. I like one of those things. Don't really love being selective. Ask any single one of my ex-partners. All right, mate, we may well try and cut away and go against all of our religious beliefs on Sunday and have a bit of a chat about the Melbourne Cup once the fields are out, once the draw is done, and once we know what's won. If not, we'll come back on Wednesday and do it so it sounds like we knew what we were talking about. Mate, <laughs> until then, watch out for those South-South Westerlies and good luck, punters. Yeah, good luck, punters. Thanks, Sonny. Bye now.